What's up, everybody? Hey, gang. Welcome to a very special episode of Key, key issues. issues. This one's different than most of our Key Issues because it's not just us complaining about stuff. Yeah. Um, can you believe it? We, yeah. So <laughs> we had this idea uh, that we wanted to do an episode on kind of uh, like five ways that you can survive the comic drought because we're going into this period where Diamond, the distributor for comics, isn't planning on distributing any comics starting this week. So this Saturday, we actually won't have, will be the first week uh, that we won't have like a new comics issue or episode. Um, we're going to have something else. We'll figure it out. It's going to be like a like a powered gaming or a real extra yeah. or one of our other cool um, bonus episodes. So Yeah. And, you know, so we thought, to kick off this kind of weird period where there might not be new comics for a while, we wanted to give you guys some ideas of effectively ways that you can help the comic book industry uh, when we're not able to buy new books Yeah, for a while. Because your local comic book shop is probably hurting right now. I mean, it's true. with the biggest thing right now is that a lot of places, even if it's not on total lockdown... A lot of places are stopping non-essential business, mm -hmm. and as much as we adore it, unfortunately, comics are not considered essential. So yeah. nine times out of ten, unless your comic book store also runs a restaurant out of it, mm -hmm. they're pretty much hurting for some cash right now. And, you know, just to say before we get into this, obviously, this is not to shame you if you're not able to do any of these things these are you know you always want to put you and your family uh in your own livability you know first of course um so if you you know have the means if you have the uh you know if you're privileged enough to still have an income or at least have a nest egg enough to kind of last for the next few months then these are some cool ideas if you know you were laid off from your job uh, or put on hold or anything like that, you know, obviously we feel for you. We hope that you'll, you know, be able to make it through this, but don't feel obligated to do any of these things um, unless you have the capability to do so. So, and as always, Cover B hopes everybody makes it through these very, very weird times. Yes. Yes. And if we work together, we'll be able to get through this and come out on the other side without the new normal being way different than it was when we went into it. Yeah. So. One of my one of my favorite things that's been going around uh, right now is that this is not your new normal. Yeah. This will pass. You don't have to be doing your best. You don't have to be feeling your best. You are allowed to be scared and stressed and just surviving. And that's absolutely OK. And we mm -hmm. know that. We're all going to do our, our, you know, the best we can in this current scenario to get through this as a comic book community. Yeah. And I think, um, you know, it's OK to accept and we probably need to expect that things are going to be different once this is over. Unfortunately, comic book shops and gaming shops and things like that are having to shut down um, because of state shutdowns or local shutdowns um, and just not being able to keep afloat. And that's a shame. Um, but a lot of the companies are doing like uh, pretty much all the publishing companies at this point have come out with a statement of what they're going to do to try to help keep the community afloat. Uh, and hopefully that has some effect. 
anyway, we're going to go ahead and dive into it. This is five ways uh, to help keep the comic industry alive during the great comic book drought of 2020, which we don't really have a good name for what this is being considered. So I'm going with comic book drought. Comic book drought, comic book depression. People, yeah, people are calling it the <laughs> diamond lockdown. Oh, that's good but too. But people on the outside don't necessarily know who Diamond Comics is. So that's I don't true. really, maybe comic lockdown, you know, quarantine comics. I don't know. The comic quarantine. Anyway. That sounds like a movie. Uh, So number one, first of all, I wanted to say, uh, you know, obviously there's two kind of focuses that, our attention needs to be on to try to keep comics afloat. And for those Marvel and DC fans, I'm going to go ahead and say, I'm not going to mention a lot of stuff about supporting those companies. They have a lot of other bags and a lot of other revenue streams. Um, and honestly, they're not really where the focus should be during this time. They, those companies can survive like a month or two of not being able to put new comics on shelves. Absolutely. So first and foremost, we need to focus on, local comic book shops um you know you're even if you're in a state that has sh been shut down uh one thing you could do is contact your local store directly and just ask them how you can help keep them afloat um pretty much everybody's on facebook these days they might also have an email uh where you can contact them directly um, and just say, hey, you know, is there any way we can do a PayPal thing and you send me some trades? Is there any way I can buy a gift card? Um, any sort of thing where you contact them directly and just ask the store owner themselves. If anything, even if they're completely shut down, even if they don't know what their outcome is going to be, maybe they don't even have access to their store. Some states have very, very seriously locked down. Um at the very least, what you're doing there is you're reaching out and giving them a reaffirmation that the community is still looking out for them. Um, and at the very least, you're giving them some hope. And like I said, maybe you can work out something where they can ship you some trades or ship you some back issues. Uh, just opening that line of communication directly through either email or Facebook, I think, is a good first step for trying to keep your local comic shop afloat. And you could even do something that doesn't require money in that instance, because mm -hmm. maybe by contacting them, they would ask that you share their Facebook page with, you know, all of their, with all of your friends and, and your followers, because maybe even just a little publicity for this local business that can't sell right now. But when things come back, if your friends and their friends are now actually able to go and buy stuff from the store, it might help bring them back from the brink in a much faster way. Correct. Uh, number two, uh, similar to number one, but a little bit different, um, is a lot of stores have eBay accounts or a lot of store owners also have eBay accounts. I'm not saying necessarily go out of your way to make frivolous purchases during a time when everyone needs to kind of be focusing on keeping things together. Uh, but it might be worthwhile popping on there and checking that out, seeing if there's any games or any comics that they have up on their eBay site uh, that you know, you might want to add to your collection just to toss them, even if it's just like a five or ten dollar book, then you might be able to toss them a little bit of extra revenue during this time. Uh, that's also something that kind of connects to number one, because it's possible that the store owner maybe never thought about doing an eBay account or just never really got into it. Uh, if you contact them directly and you ask them, hey, do you have an eBay or any sort of online sales? 
that might kind of motivate them or be, you know, increase their interest or even give them the idea to begin with if, you know, they've just been kind of confused as things have been going on. Um, and it gives you an extra kind of source for maybe catching up on books that are old that you never really got around to reading if they have access to those on their eBay page. And this isn't as common as having an eBay page, but some of your local shops might have their own website store. Mm -hmm. So definitely go and see because you might go on there and it might be, you know, standard books or standard trades or something like that. But you might go onto their store and find out that they had a bunch of exclusive comic covers that you didn't know about or things like that. And if that's the case, you might find something that you're really excited about that you never even would have thought of. So there's lots of different ways to support them while you're not able to go into the shop. It's true. So, yeah, you know, reach out to your store, um, find their web store, find their eBay page, send them an email, send them a Facebook message. Most owners are going to have access to their email or Facebook from home or store managers or anything like that. Um, And they'll be able to, you know, kind of coordinate with you. And I think they'd really, really appreciate even the attempt, even if they don't have a way of facilitating like an online sale. Uh, At least the attempt will give them kind of reassurance reassurance that the community is still watching out for them we want to switch gears here for a second because it's not just local comic book shops that need to be taken care of during this time uh there's a lot of small publishing companies um it's not just marvel and dc's and image um even smaller than like dark horse dynamite or boom uh and they need to be protected in this time as well because a lot of them are just deferring releases completely um and that's going to put the publication schedule way off Uh, That's going to put orders for new comics way off and that's going to hurt them overall. Um, So one thing I wanted to mention is that a lot of these companies have websites where you can order books directly. Yeah. Um, So we're talking things like Black Mass, Scout, Vault. uh, Oni Press. Oni Press has been through hard times even before all this. Uh, Even Boom, Dark Horse Dynamite, even Action Lab, Action Lab, Aftershock uh, and many, many, many more um, that mad cave uh many many more more than i'm not even referencing because there's tons if you have a company that you've read a book from that you've enjoyed it might be worth hopping on their website going to their web store and ordering some books from other titles um obviously i think a lot of them aren't going to have new books out right a lot of the companies are agreeing and this is really awesome um to not release new books directly or digitally until stores are able to release them again which is awesome. which is super duper cool because that would have been just absolutely kicking stores while they were down and i was really worried that dc and marvel were going to do digital releases um in the time frame that diamond wasn't releasing and that would have just been an absolute shot to stores but luckily i believe both big companies have come out and all these smaller companies have followed suit but um Very good idea to get on, you know, say you've read a book from Scout, for instance, and you really, really liked it. Hop onto their website, see if there's other titles that stand out to you and order some of the older issues that they have available. Um, Like I said, I don't know if all of the publishing companies offer this, but I know a lot of them do. And it would be a really good way to just toss a little bit of extra revenue while they wait for Diamond to come back to the distributing and thus wait for new orders for new books to roll in from stores. You know, we've mentioned a ton of different titles on this podcast from the smaller 
uh, publishing companies like Oni, like Scout, etc. So maybe if there's something that you haven't read, but you've heard us talk about that you thought mm-hmm. sounded interesting, that you were inspired by, that you were, you put in the back of your mind and was like, oh, I'm going to check that out when, I, when I've got time or when I've got better income or whatever. Now would be a great time to take the jump and yeah. maybe buy one of those comics you heard us talk about and you thought was interesting, but you just didn't have time at that time. This is this. The time is now. Yeah. <laughs> and it- it's a really good kind of extra bit of revenue for them. They one thing you need to understand is when you buy a comic from a local comic book shop, the company doesn't see your money. They've already gotten the money from the initial orders that the comic book shop made, which they bought at cost, which is usually about like 50 to 40 percent of whatever the comic book retail price is. If you buy directly, though, they're getting that whole full retail price. And in a time where they're not able to you know, where it's unclear when they'll be able to offer up new orders for shops um, and thus make income from retailers, it might be nice to have a full retail income from various different things, um, various different issues that get bought directly. So check them out online. Um, Similarly, a lot of these smaller publishers do uh, crowdfunding and Kickstarter to get new titles off the ground. So for number four, I wanted to say, you know, say if you've never considered supporting one ever, or if you've done it a bit, or if you're a regular, now might be a good time to support a Kickstarter. Absolutely. Some really cool titles have gotten started and launched on Kickstarter. Mm -hmm. I know White Widow, which created some really cool character design. That one started on Kickstarter. There's several more. Yeah, um, there's a book you're reading right now called White Ash. They're, yeah. they're on Kickstarter. Absolutely. Um, recent ones we've talked about on the podcast, Snow White and Zombie Apocalypse is on Kickstarter. Their Kickstarter is really crazy, too, because I guess the writer is also like a world-renowned like adventure trailsman. That's so cool. And so like one of the top tiers for like thousands of dollars, you get to like go to Iceland with him. And like do hiking and stuff That's and so backpacking. Cool. Yeah, it's it's crazy <laughs> random. And I'm not saying dedicate thousands of dollars, but hop on Kickstarter. You can actually navigate by comics um, and just, you know, see if anything stands out to you and throw some support. Even if that's just buying like a five dollar digital copy or, you know, if you want to go big and get like, you know, tons and tons of like original art and stuff, that's entirely up to you. Um, but especially in a time frame where the companies are going to have a good bit of a delay before they're able to start getting seeing income from retailers again, uh, now would be a good time to kind of help support them in new titles. Uh, a lot of them, they'll use Kickstarter to pay for initial printings, pay for artists, uh, pay for, you know, if there's like licensing or tax things that they have to pay for. And honestly, a lot of Kickstarter money just goes to keep the company afloat, pay for business taxes and employees, uh, marketing, uh, connections and contracts with shippers, things like that. Um, so, you know, whatever you can dedicate, most Kickstarters even have like a $1, just give us some support by as a coffee kind of thing. And that might be a good way to go as well. We have gotten some really cool stuff from Kickstarters beyond getting a book or anything like that. 
you get, you know, things like buttons and bookmarks and guitar yep. picks and stickers and things that are just they're novelty, but they're really cool yep. and they're often really good quality and they're just they're fun ways to be a fan. Yeah. So definitely something to consider. That's the cool thing about Kickstarter. For those who haven't really used it, is a lot of these campaigns will do what's called stretch goals. And effectively they'll set a price and say, you know, at ten thousand dollars, this unlocks. And so once the overall support for this gets higher and higher, everyone who's bid into it gets some cool free stuff. Usually if you're getting like a physical thing, Um, because like T said, a lot of times it's like stickers or like the book gets three extra pages um, or we add a foil to the label or to the title, you know, Um, a lot of, you know, random kind of advancements. But it's it's really fun, especially if you get in from the ground floor and you're really interested in it to kind of get these emails from time to time like hey your pledge just got better um and i mean there is the risk that stuff doesn't happen you know what i mean right. that is the part of it but kickstarter has done a lot of work over the past few years to make sure that you know if a thing gets funded and the person runs away with your money it's not the backers who suffer from that um it's actually i don't know all the legal stuff but they worked out a legal thing where it's effectively then just kickstarter sues the person and the backers all get their money back um and you know it's possible that the thing you support doesn't get enough money and the the campaign fails i've been on a couple campaigns that have failed not with comics to be honest all my comic campaigns have succeeded yeah um but the comic like, community really turns out like an rpg i was on an rpg one that only got like half and i was trying to i was backing a kitty cafe in orlando <laughs> and that one didn't happen but then they went and did it again and they actually got it so proud of them um but yeah so you know there is a risk involved but it's supremely low risk um you're not going to be like left without like there's a horror story from like years ago when kickstarter was new about some video game designer raising enough money raising like tons and tons of money for his video game and then like buying a lamborghini and moving to mexico (laughs) (laughs) and like what that doesn't happen anymore like kickstarter because of things like that that did happen way in the past we're talking like a decade ago um or you know around that time like when kickstarter was fresh and new like i was when it started i was in college when this happened yeah i mean so um so i guess it was yeah it was almost like a decade ago wow. or more uh we're old yeah and uh <laughs> kickstarter has done lots and lots of work to make sure that sort of stuff doesn't happen um and yeah so i i think you know finding a kickstarter that really stands out to you there's all kinds of different things on like there's fantasy comics there's horror comics there's even rpgs and rpg books and rpg magazines um and then you know there's plenty of like cheesecake books <laughs> yeah if not you're really looking, a good way to if like, you're looking for Lady a book death and if, stuff if you're like looking that for is a on book with some boobies you'll be able to yeah. find them so definitely check it out it's not something that really stands out to a lot of people um a lot of people just assume kickstarter is for like the real high rollers in the comic book market but there's plenty of things that are just you know reliant on the community to get them off the ground and get their idea onto paper um, and so I think Kickstarter is a really good thing to look into during this time when there's not a whole lot of new stuff coming out. Absolutely. And I wanted to close out with number five with kind of a vague 
uh, suggestion, rally the community. Um, a lot of towns, especially smaller towns, will have like Facebook groups mm-hmm. that are dedicated to comic fans in the area or comic collectors in the area. Um, like I said earlier, like your personal shop might have a Facebook page. Um, you know, get on Facebook, get on social media, get on Twitter, get on Reddit, whatever it might be, and rally a community to say, hey, what do we do? You know, uh, like, for instance, we're in Gainesville um, and this isn't related to the comic book industry in Gainesville, but uh, Gainesville community got together and started a website that can where you can remotely tip bartenders Mm -hmm. because our county shut down all bars. Well, our state, Florida, shut down all bars. Um, So all bars shut down. Restaurants with bars shut down. So there are a lot of bartenders out of work and a lot of them are just trying to figure out what to do next. And in town, in Gainesville, I think it's just a Gainesville thing. I was reading it in the local newspaper, so or the local newspaper site. Let's not spread that I read newspapers. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's not get that going around. Um, like, damn, he is old. Um, they started a website that's like an online tip jar. That's so really you can cool. provide tips to your bartenders. That goes into kind of like a fund. I don't know how it works. I haven't dug into how it works. Um, But it basically provides tips to these bartenders that they can then, you know, have some sort of income, however much that might be. Um, So there's a lot of community engagement. And, you know, if you just talk to a bunch of people who are in the same boat that you are, uh, you might be able to come up with something interesting to help keep your stores afloat. Something that's really cool that I've seen in my local community in Florida is that... Um, a comic book shop in our area um, is working in conjunction with cosplayers in our area who are doing virtual messages in cosplay to kind of keep on like work in conjunction with the comic store to send to kids to keep them from being scared during this really weird, stressful, Mm -hmm. anxiety-inducing time. That's adorable. Um, And it's awesome because it's being completely like coordinated by the comic book store it might have been being housed on their website yeah and they're coordinating and i'm in a bunch of the facebook groups with of florida cosplayers and you know cosplayers that are involved are sharing in the groups and trying to get other people involved and it's it's just really cool you know it might not even be just your local community that you're working with but it might be your you know nerd communities and if you're into you know, cosplay or you're a writer or if you're an artist or Mm -hmm. if you, you know, are a vendor or anything like that, your involvement in that community too can make a big difference. And, you know, this goes back to pretty much all of the previous things we were talking about. You know, if you start a conversation in the community, uh, you know, you might be able to convince your LCS to start doing an eBay and there might be somebody in the community who's done eBay plenty of times, knows how to set up an eBay shop, knows how to scan things in and, you know, do listings that might be able to show the owner, or the manager how to do that and get their, you know, going on an eBay store or an online store. There might be somebody in the community that knows web design well enough or just knows the ins and outs of setting up an online store. And is able to help your LCS get that set up if they don't have it set up. Definitely. There might also be a way that you can organize, you know, online sales through Facebook. Facebook has a marketplace um, and you could promote 
you know, the store owner listing, you know, just a handful of trades or anything like that, just trying to make a buck, trying to flip, you know, some product in the time that they're having to be shut down. Um, if you're not in a state or a community that's been shut down, then now might be a good time to promote your community going in and doing a raid of back issues or older issues trades. or trades uh, or collectibles, anything that the store might have on stock just to kind of give them an extra benefit, you know, since there's not potentially going to be new comics drawing people in for a while. Um, things like that. Like there's a, there's a lot of conversations that can be had. Um, there's a lot of ways that you can organize. And as with everything in this, you know, really be turning to the community and working as a community is going to be where we find our best answers and our best solutions. And I think that's, the number one goal is start a Facebook group, start a Reddit thread, you know, just reach out to the right places and, you know, obviously let people do it from their home, but figure out a way that you can help your comic book shops in a time that a lot of them are really not sure what's next. You know, we've got a lot of time on our hands now. Um, even if you're working from home, not being able to go out and do grocery shopping as much as you did before or not being able to go to the parks now because a lot of them are closed or not being able to do, you know, the things that you normally would do on weekends. It, it means that we've got a lot of free time on our hands mm -hmm. and sure, spend some of that time making some great TikToks, but spend some <laughs> of that time maybe thinking in a more altruistic way, yep. thinking about how you can give back because, you know, when you've had a bad day and all you wanted to do is read your favorite comic and you got it from your local store, they were there for you. They yep. they they took the risk of a not always financially certain industry yep. and supported you in your time of need. So think back and maybe try to give back. Yep. Running a comic book store is not easy. Um, it never has been even before the pandemic. Running a comic book publisher is not easy. Nothing's ever guaranteed. Um, you could order as a store, you could order a ton of a title and it just doesn't click with your community. It could be super popular throughout the nation, but just no one in your local area really cares about it. Yep. And now you're left with tons and tons of these books. Being a publisher, you might get a crack, you know, writing and art team just like, wow, these guys are great. They're renowned. Like they've got this cool idea. They have these great hits in their lineup. And as with any, you know, creative property, it might just not hit. And you're left paying this writer, paying this artist or, you know, paying the publishing fees. And there's just nothing there. And retailers aren't interested and you're just left with this kind of dead in the water book. So it's always been a dangerous thing. And now it's just even more dangerous. And it's up to us to help keep it afloat. You know, going forward, it's our responsibility to do what we can to be smart and educated and help fight the spread of COVID-19. That is our responsibility. But it's also our responsibility to make sure that the things we care about don't degrade in the meantime. And that takes thinking outside the box. And that's why we wanted to do this, because I think those are five ways that we can help support people that a lot of people might not think about. They might see their store shut down or their state might issue a stay at home order and they might just go, well, no comics for a while. 
or they might see, you know, they might go to their store expecting new books today, see no books and then say, well, call me when there's new books, guys, and then just expect to not go back. And I think there's a lot of things that we need to do, even if we only do a little portion of it to try to keep these stores afloat, keep these small publishers afloat. So that, like I said, when we come out on the other side of this, it's not a drastically different environment. Absolutely. I completely agree. We've, we have the power, fam. Let's use it for good. It's true. That's going to do it for us. Uh, hopefully this episode wasn't too preachy. Um, we're going to have another episode coming out on Saturday, but it's not going to be a new comics episode, as we've said before. Uh, but we're still going to pump out regular content for you guys. So you have something to listen to while you're waiting for the next Zoom conference. Um, <laughs> if you want to see more Cover B or listen to more Cover B, there's nothing to see. Don't expect visual content <laughs> just yet. Um, if you want to listen to more Cover B, you can find us at CoverBpodcast.com. All of our previous episodes, both our regular weekly podcast episodes, as well as our bonus content like Powered Gaming and Real Extra and other key issues are all available there. You can also follow us on our social media handles or on Facebook and Twitter at CoverBee Podcast. I've been doing my very best to keep content up for you guys with information and news and updates and things as they've progressed. Yep. Uh, yeah, and you can keep an eye out on there once there's some sort of big announcement that Diamond's coming back, that new comics are coming back. Uh, we'll post on there to keep everybody updated um, so they're aware of what the climate is uh, when things kind of get back to normal. But wishing everybody a safe and hopefully not too boring quarantine, and we will see you back here for the next episode of Cover B. Bye, everybody.